news, politics, and all the things that get us mad. Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. It is 7.38 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Of course, we're following uh, what is unfolding in Uvalde, Texas, in the school shooting. And that is uh, David Warner. He is running. He's challenging the incumbent in District 10 for Horry County School Board. Um, I'm sure he probably has a lot to say about this, but, um, you know, he is running and the election uh, is going to be for the primary Republican primary is going to be June 14th and early voting starts May 31st. Joining us live on the air is the candidate for District 10, David Warner. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Very, very good. Um, I, you know, of course, we're all sick and saddened to see the uh, unfolding of events uh, from yesterday afternoon, David. And I really do appreciate you um, calling in this morning. Um, uh, Tell us, um, tell us a little bit about your background, why you're running for school board. And and if you'd like to comment on on the school shooting, uh, we'd definitely like to get your take on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, uh, as a parent, I have two children in Horry County schools, a um, nine-year-old and 11-year-old. My 11-year-old autistic, and I've I've spent the last few years advocating for his needs. And, and I realized when I began to do this, and as I got a little bit further and, and started to hear more about things like Moms for Liberty that we hear about so much, that's actually what I was doing all along, was basically fighting for the rights of my child, but not only doing that, but actually, my right as a parent is saying, will you allow this particular therapist then? So I, I decided, you know, it's best to jump in and try to, you know, give us parents a voice on the board that we currently really don't have. Um, this morning, specifically, um, um, I began to think as I was taking my son to my boys to school, and, and I thought about my son with, with autism, and the first thing I thought was, what would he have done if he would have been in that situation? You know, would he be safe? And and then as I drove by Ocean Bay, I seen the security guard without it, not even a gun on his side. Mm. And so it concerned me. I mean, I, I think we were we told there's a, an armed security guard at every well, I could school. I can send you the picture because I took a picture this morning. So, wow. <laughs> because um, he's, he was definitely out there um, with his, uh, you know, uniform mm-hmm. on without uh, right. any kind of weapon. Okay. So, um, but, um, you know, my concern right now with the schools is, uh, you know, a lot of what, you know, kind of transparency and accountability is there, um, parental rights. I feel like we have lost our rights over the last few years, especially, mm, Yes. um, and, uh, quality education support for good teachers and really get back to the basics. I, I've been noticing, um, Things like, for example, all the uh, Title I schools, which is 25, they received um, a book from uh, Tracy Bailey um, that is um, critical race theory. And um, they also um, did a study a few years ago, if you go back and look, a teacher in Horry County Schools did a study on students on critical, actually it's called critical literacy theory. Mm. And it's the same thing. It's critical race theory. It's just another name for it. Um, and things like SEL that we are concerned about within the schools, CASEL, which is one that uh, you may have heard of before because it was the one that was banned in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, just do a quick search in the search engine and you'll find 
that we have CASEL in Horry County Schools. So as a parent, I want to be on the front lines, ensuring that our kids are taken care of. So just, um, David, I just want to go back uh, for one second. Uh, first of all, you you were just talking about I, I, what I hear you saying is you talk about Title I schools. Maybe you want to um, tell everyone what that is so you understand. So we understand yeah, why they absolutely. got the book. Um, and second of all, are you claiming that you have noticed as a parent that CRT and by researching this, you have found critical race theory being taught by teachers or by the district? Like, you know what I mean? There's a difference. So, yeah, absolutely. So um, first, let's go um, to the first question. Um, I think that, oh, well, you know, let's go right to the critical race theory, because I think that's the most important thing that I think that many of our parents are concerned about. Um, I don't think critical race theory very often is taught directly by a teacher and the way that we you know, there's not a book that says CRT on it, but there are um, strategies and things that they will typically use. And um, there's an organization that we will know locally called Freedom Readers, who offered a book um, to all of the students with that are Title One. Title One schools are schools that typically are low income, and um, they do a survey of those particular schools. And um, so if we if you're familiar with Isaac Bailey from the Sun News, used to be at the Sun News. This is his wife who wrote a book. Mm -hmm. It was offered to all of those Title One schools. So, you know, I think that we need frontline people, parents that are on the front line looking at what's going on. We have really good people that care for our kids there now. Don't get me wrong, but we need parents that are there on the front lines, paying attention to these specific things, because otherwise we are going to be waking up one morning with a child. And I'll tell you really quickly, people can do whatever they want at home, but in the schoolhouse where our tax dollars are going, we should make sure, make sure that our children aren't being indoctrinated. I came home, my nine-year-old tablet had a video, a transgender video, um, talking wow. about jazz. Mm -hmm. doing the trans doing the transitioning process mm -hmm. and that video is on my facebook page if anybody wants to look at it um because we need to make for sure our kids are are they're vulnerable and especially when you have a special needs child um yes. even more vulnerable so david um you are running for District 10, and the way I see it, it seems like it's very, very large. I mean, it is, uh, when I look at the map, you reach way up. Um, yeah. Well, maybe you want to describe the district. Yeah, so it's the edge of um, Carolina Forest, down 90, um, all the way up to Green Sea, and right before, into Loris, but right before Loris, and cuts into Green Sea. So it's a very big area. And so um, we have a, a lot of space to cover this uh, election season. Well, David, uh, I am the mother of a special needs child. I have fought to the ends of the earth uh, for my daughter in New York, hiring lawyers. And also, I mean, it's it's a full time job. It really it is. is. And it never ends. And it continues throughout your entire life as you care for your child. Um, and right. so I know the struggles. Um, they're real. And you do have to advocate for your child. And uh, what happens when you're a special needs child is that all the advocating you do, you kind of look around at parents who have typical performing children and you're like, you know what? You really should pay attention too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I uh, was, uh, I started up the special ed PTA 
at my um, school district, and um, and I and I said um, every parent should be concerned about how uh, children with disabilities learn because they mm-hmm. all become citizens of the community. Um, and right. so uh, you were talking about this uh, Horry County School um, uh, article I saw on your Facebook page uh, that I saw agrees to change practices after federal review found that it improperly restrained and secluded students with disabilities. Um, yeah, that's terrible. That was something that just came out. I'll share that on my Facebook page. David, um, you seem like a, a parent who really cares and, uh, you know, you care so much that you're running. How can people get in touch with you and find out more about what you're, you're about in, in case they live in District 10? What I would encourage you to do is to stay on my Facebook page, David Warner for Horry County Schools. Um, look me up and get on there because what I'm doing is I'm exposing the truth and letting people know that we don't want indoctrination. We just want education. Absolutely. And what about um, one last comment about safety? Are you aware of the safety protocols in the schools or how can parents find out about that? Well, I think that from my understanding, there's overall safety protocols. But what I would do is really focus in on asking what your particular school's plan is, because Mm -hmm. I do know that from school to school they do change. And I also would, if you have a special needs child, I would encourage, make for sure, that there's a plan in the IEP for um, safety Mm. protocols and planning. Yeah, and that's the individual education program that special needs children have. Yeah, Right. Well, David Warner, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much um, for caring enough to run and uh, for calling in today. No problem. Thank you for having me on. You have a great day. You too. We'll be back in a moment. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Back in a bit. On Talk 94.5.